<laughs> okay. That's mental. This is where the rabbit okay. holes come from. Okay, okay. So let's. No, we're coming back out of rabbit holes. No. Me, no one no does. He's like, this is shite. <laughs> kind of looked at me and they said the answer was was alcohol. So ladies and gentlemen, The Tempest 2. Tom Caulfield, James Whittle, The Tempest 2. This is the story of The Tempest 2. Welcome to episode 17 of the Tempest 2 podcast. Slightly delayed, we do apologise. We had a few technical difficulties when uploading. Uh, slash, it was the last one was... Yeah. We went down a rabbit hole, didn't we? We did. We we found ourselves wanting to fill time rather than just being happy at doing half an hour or so. So a podcast about the wave in Bristol became a podcast about pizza, We spoke pasta. T- 10, 15 minutes on... The relationship between pizza and pasta. Yeah. Uh, and it, it, it wasn't very good, guys. So. It wasn't good. We offended way too many people. <laughs> it got a bit close to the bone. Uh, so we thought, yeah, it wasn't a fair representation of who we are. So yeah. we're doing it again. So thank you for being so patient. If anybody cared that it was delayed, we do apologise. Um, hopefully this will be much better. So Where are we? Here we are. We are in Amsterdam. Amsterdam. Um, just arriving for a keynote later this evening. It's just after lunchtime now. Um, we were here on fr- Thursday last week. Yeah. So same client, but back again. And then we go straight from here tomorrow back to London via the train. Yeah. Train back. Didn't realise it stopped in Brussels. No. Slightly annoying. <laughs> Got to stop for a waffle in Brussels. <laughs> so, yeah, it, we thought it was going to be quicker and easier, um, but it, in fact, it's far longer. Far longer. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll see how it goes. It was a lot. Of, how's your flight getting here today? Heavy turbulence, I had. Uh, turbulence was, yeah, there or thereabouts. I was, I was front row, which is always a, a hell of a feeling. Yeah, I like that. Um, so, I was in and out. Uh, the whole experience was fine. Animal I mean, style or? What's that? Animal style. Oh, in and out burger. Yeah, so That's, that is a hip, um, hip Californian <laughs> fast food joke. Thank you. Um, but no, it. it's been all right getting here. Obviously, we made the decision not to stay here over the weekend between Thursday and Monday, which is probably a wise one. a wise one, decision. Because Amsterdam is a city full of regret. <laughs> yeah. Um, and red lights. Yeah, and red lights, which are regretful. Um, but yeah, good to be here again. And we will crack on. Awesome. Uh, so yeah, last few weeks have been an eventful one. Obviously, we went surfing at the wave about six months ago. So that's yeah. what we're going to talk about. Uh, that was the challenge that was set by you guys. Um, and we obviously headed down to Bristol to test out our surfing skills. And in that time, we've had... I don't know a few things going on. We had the four-year anniversary of the Tempest Two, yes. or well, four-year anniversary of us arriving into Barbados, and that is that is mad. That has gone very very quick. It has, and it's weird that we're still talking about it. Yeah, I think we've come to the realization now that we are just going to talk about it for a long <laughs> long time now. But loads of people do that, don't they? Like Roger Black is busy on the speaking circuit, yeah, and he won a silver medal. Ages ago. At the Commonwealth. Yeah, Christ. Have you heard of the Olympics, Roger? (laughs) Hats off to you for dragging out a story, Big Rog. Um, But I think the reason we talk about it is because it's the thing that people still just ask us about. Yeah. 
And that is... So what about the other stuff? Like, I never asked you about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah. need every conversation It's like, that. what did you say over there? It's like, <laughs> I have no idea who you are. So it's like, oh, you want to hear about the... <laughs> the Maritime Tales? Have a seat. Jesus, have what is this tattoo here? These are the coordinates... I haven't actually got a tattoo. Uh, Maybe we should. Yeah, I think we probably should. Just a real well, you're ta- dodgy one. You're already tatted up. I have one tattoo, yes. Yeah. So it's the same amount as you. Yeah, mine is different to yours. Yeah, yours is On my vintage ass. Magaluf tat. <laughs> uh, it's actually Thailand. Oh, so. yeah, Thailand, <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, anyway, that's good. Um, where were we going with that? Uh, I'm not entirely sure. But no, yeah. but in, in the last few weeks, uh, oh, it was our four-year anniversary. Gotcha. Um, yeah, it's been, it, it has been relatively busy start to the year, actually. We had a... One of the standout things for us, I think, was the first big uh, 1% for the Planet event that they held in London, which was... Uh, so 1% for the Planet, for those that don't know, is an organisation that The Tempest 2 is a member of. It means that we give 1% of our revenue yeah. to uh, charitable or environmental charities, essentially. Uh, it can be anything from water charities to air pollution to climate change. But they're, they're essentially the middleman that connects you with... Uh, the charities and the causes that you want to donate to. So we've been a member of that for three years now. Yeah. Uh, and this was their first big event, really, that we um, we attended uh, in London. It was cool. It was kind of headlined by some great speakers, one of which was the guys from Pucker Tea, um, and the other, probably the, one of the more impactful ones, I'd say, that we took away a lot from was uh, a guy called Bill from Wee Forest. Yeah, I think a lot of the talks we've listened to in the past around environmental stuff is obviously hard hitting but a lot of it is quite hard to I don't know follow in the sense of by doing this it equates to this it's not very tangible it's just kind of a lot of big scary figures and facts whereas when the guys at We Forest spoke what was actually quite impactful is the way they broke it down and their whole I guess their whole mission as a uh, company is to try and reverse the effects of climate change by planting trees, which obviously isn't a new concept, but the way he described it was pretty refreshing. So they've estimated that we need to plant two trillion trees to uh, essentially create enough clouds that will then cool the planet to slow down this kind of uh, huge demise in the environment and the climate. And when he was talking about it, what was quite interesting was the way he actually went into what type of trees, because when they just say we need to plant two trillion trees, you just imagine like a endless forest. What he was saying was that if you plant those types of trees, they just get chopped down, deforestation for wood and stuff in kind of like they've been doing in the Amazon in Brazil and whatnot. So he was saying they plant these working trees, so it could be coffee, it could be lemons, limes, fruit, veg, whatever it is, they then go and plant them in kind of low-income areas in uh, Africa, for example. And then these villages and people help nurture these trees because they gain the fruit and can sell it and all that kind of stuff. And oh, fuck me. It's been random. <laughs> no one gives a fuck. No, no, you can leave that in, though. That's funny. Um, 
But you, you, <laughs> Basically, you're right though. You're right. That, okay, that, that, I, just, <laughs> I, just, I just caught wind of myself. I was like, I've been talking still, for like 50 minutes talking, about trees. This is the problem usually with. Yeah, you get weirdos like me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. But he, uh, anyway, they're doing good stuff. Yeah, it, it was it was very good because you are right. They do. He essentially made the challenging science behind why people plant all these trees interesting enough for, for us to actually listen and we have the attention span of a goldfish yeah. so we actually took something away from that um, and it's something that we're going to look in the future doing something so it's very easy to know that your donation is going to plant a tree and that that tree is doing something yeah check them out essentially but, but yeah amazing. it was a very good event and hopefully the first of many uh, we're set to uh, speak at their next event actually um, and they although it's held by the uh, 1% members in the UK they are actually open to everyone um, so when we do get confirmation of the date and what we're doing there we'll kind of let everyone know and it would be cool to see some of your faces down there it's an open event obviously with the idea of the event is to introduce people to the 1% network the good work that they do and um and hopefully try and convert people to members so it's, it's a really cool initiative that we're yeah super happy to be a part of for three years or whatever so that that was cool that was a good three weeks ago or so now wasn't it yeah um since then we've been blessed with probably some of the worst weather in the history of my adulthood i reckon i think so storm siada yeah and denise and yeah exactly (laughs) how do they name these no that's a very good question i think they they actually have like an alphabetical list don't they do they yeah well of like names yeah it's just like a b c d e all the way and then back round. so do you reckon they've got the next What, what about why Storm Yaris, yeah, Toyota Yaris. Toyota. <laughs> this storm is brought to you by the um, Toyota Yaris. What other Y's are there? Yemen, Yemen, um, Yellowstone. Yeah, you wonder. Um, anyway, so yeah, <laughs> if, if you do know how, actually, you don't need to let us know. It doesn't matter. But yeah, the, the weather's been absolutely shit, and I say that because we're here uh, in Amsterdam. I don't know if you heard that at the beginning, but we're, we're now in Amsterdam. Uh, and it is just horrendous weather so we're actually hiding just inside in the hotel's hotel nice though hotel is lovely and I so I I'm not I'm, I, I'm yeah. fuming I, 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 book, I booked the hotel and uh, upon check-in it was evident that I was staying in a, uh, a nice big room but he was like James you've got the what was it the small plus yeah I was like okay that sounds reasonable then he's like Mr Caulfield you are in the tiny plus. It's like, sorry, what did you just say? It's like, you're in the tiny plus. It's like, why is mine tiny and he's in a small? I take it, that's way worse. And he's like, oh, has there been some confusion? It's like, I think they're fucking mad. You're there like, oh. I think I've just booked myself a fantastic room. Um, no, so they just upgraded the... <sighs> the top guy I think and um, but no they're, they're, it's a lovely place so we are happily hiding in here and we can confirm that the tiny isn't so tiny it's small but it's fantastic <laughs> it's like no I'm fuming let me be angry it's lovely um, so yeah we're in here oh no let, let's just let's just touch on this quickly just from our four year anniversary yeah we I wanted to just say thanks because we did get a lot of wicked messages from the same people that vote on our adventures and what we're doing next and when we ask you to choose out of what the next event will be that we'll, we'll pod about. But a lot of you same people wrote messages to say congratulations, like four years, what do you even do for a job uh, and all that stuff. And, and one of the messages that we got just really made us laugh and it was from a Charlie Dark who is the founder of Run Dem Crew, a running collective that I believe was based out of Hackney um, initially 
And I know Charlie personally from uh, when I used to work at Vitacoco in field marketing. So part of that is seeding influential people with product. Um, so that is just me, James. <laughs> and then me and Tom got invited when the Tempest 2 was started to a, an awesome event uh, that we saw Charlie at and bumped into him. And he kind of, I, I guess he must have recognised me from essentially providing Vitacoco to his runs every now and then. And he just pigeonholed you, didn't he? Straight away in the same same category. I, I'd never met him and he was like, oh, it's the Coconut Boys. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, it? And you were like, yes, mate. Oh, how are you doing? And I was like, oh, God, he thinks he knows me. So it was just too polite to kind of say anything and then just, you know, shook his hand and then we went up, went on with the, the whole event and it was fine. But then when Charlie messaged us, he posted on his Instagram saying that... An awesome message. Yeah, very kindly. That, and he's, he's mentioned in a couple of podcasts previously and we've heard him say it that during that event, when he heard our story, it kind of acted as a bit of a catalyst <laughs> and an inspiration to go in take on a completely different route I think he trained to become a yoga instructor and whatnot and he said the the kind of the moment that happens when he heard about our story on the row but during this lovely message on Instagram he revealed something that we were unaware of where he was like the two most unlikely lads um, you could possibly imagine went and did this and if they can do that you can do anything which is great uh, but he was like they've gone from being delivery drivers to ocean rowers now just to clarify <laughs> Uh, I've never been a delivery driver for Vitacoco. No, <laughs> never worked for Vitacoco. Um, but uh, yeah, just wanted just wanted to clear that up. Not that there's anything wrong with being a delivery driver. There isn't, but I, I, I'd be a rubbish one if you I had be. been one. Yeah, you um, are a bad driver to be uh, fair. That's mental. Um, <laughs> but you were a delivery driver. That's, I did. That's accurate. I did deliver some Vitacoco to influential events and people, and Charlie is one of those. Yes. Anyway, right, the, the real purpose of the this wave. pod, the wave. So the last adventure that you guys voted on, uh, what did it beat out? Can you remember? Um, it was, it was either the wave or a zip line, was it? it was it the, the longest zip line? Something like, like that. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, it was the snow dome. Oh, yes. Yeah, it was the Wave or a 360 in the snow dome. Yes, yeah, that was it. Okay, cool. And the Wave won. And for those who don't know what the Wave is, it's a new surfing development just outside of Bristol, where it's essentially like, you know, there's, there's like places you used to go as a kid where they have the Wave machine that every 10 seconds will pump out a Wave. Swimming pools. Yeah. You know, like the premium <laughs> the, ones. Oh, yeah. right. We're yeah, talking yeah. centre parks here. <laughs> <laughs> the real premium Wave machine yeah. swimming pools. Yeah, yeah. It was like that, but it pumps out a perfectly surfable wave yeah at different levels of skill and size and power and everything yeah uh, so we went down there and well a bit of a CV on the old surfing front I personally uh, have never in my life stood up on a surfboard yeah I've paddled out before um, just got smashed around for a few hours mainly a bodyboarder I'd say <laughs> mainly even if, I, even if I've got a surfboard yeah, I'm mainly yeah. a bodyboarder but yeah, no, no experience surfing. You've been a couple of times. I've been, I've been a few times. Caught a few waves in my time. So yeah, was, was very much looking forward to it. But we didn't really know what it was going to be like, and we'd, we'd heard lots about it. It's been in production or in build for a long time now, and I remember hearing about it years and years ago. Um, and was kind of had no idea what it was, what it was going to be like. Um, so we went down there, crisp winter morning. It was it was freezing. freezing but the weather was cold. good. Was yeah, yeah, nice bluebird. Nice best weather we've had in a long Definitely. time. No Dennis, Denise, or no, Ciara, no. or whatever. But um, yeah, it was a good day for it. We parked. 
Um, about three miles away from the wave itself, I think they're still in development, so we'll let them off. And the whole thing, initial thoughts on it, well, this is pretty impressive yeah, place. It it's is. very well done. From the clubhouse area to the cafe, the restaurant, to the viewing space, and then the, the pool itself. It all just looks, well, very well thought out. Amazing coffee, like good good menu. Um, and yeah, that was the initial thoughts, I think. Would you, do you reckon the same, yeah, agree? No, it was, uh, it's been very, very well done. And I think... You kind of arrive, we grab the coffee and some food, and then they kind of give you the wetsuits, you pick your board. We'd signed up for the intermediate wave. Yeah. Um, the beginner wave, I, I couldn't bring myself to wear a helmet and paddle around with a group of eight-year-olds. No, that's fair. <laughs> uh, so I went straight for the intermediate, and I guess the way it works is you get an hour slot in the water, and it's almost like a the shape of a baseball kind of diamond. Like, it's like flares out, so you... The wave gets pumped out of the start and then it like opens up into the rest of the pool and you paddle out on the left where there's no kind of wave. So it's super easy to get out to it. Um, and then you catch it closest to the wall and supposedly then ride it throughout the yeah. rest of the pool. Um, and do you, the one thing I took away from it is, oh my God, I was knackered. It is so, so tiring. And that is, so they, they've taken away the the biggest challenges with surfing really like you're not getting changed in a car park in the soaking wet or whatever you're in a changing room you're not paddling through massive white waters or struggling where to go there's a like you said an obvious takeoff place where the wave is where the wave breaks exactly the same every single time um, and because of that there's a perfect channel to paddle down which is the biggest like blessing because that's that's the hardest thing but because of that you kind of you figure it out that as soon as you paddle back out there you can catch another wave and it just gets people because I think most people that go surfing they probably spend 95 99% of the time paddling around and getting smashed off their board holding their breath for that 1% of actually riding a wave and the wave in Bristol is different because it just gives you good waves time after time. So you get it's so tiring consistently paddling out there. Yeah. I'm I mean, sure. even after one go. It's, it's a no-brainer though, isn't it? I mean, in the UK, like, if you want to go surfing, you've got to go south, 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 or yeah. north, north, north. Yeah. And, you know, I, I don't know what the, the surfing purists say, but from the some people I've spoken to who do surf, they just think it's amazing because you're guaranteed to catch, you know, 20 waves. Yeah which there's no guarantee when you go down to Cornwall or Devon. Exactly. Um, and not only that, but you can also have an amazing lunch, a nice oat milk cappuccino. <laughs> which always helps. And you're 15 minutes yeah, from the exactly. centre of Bristol. And like five minutes after you've finished, exactly, you're in the cafe, yeah. getting a nice, getting warmed up, getting a soup or whatever. And I, I imagine, I'm totally just guessing here, but I imagine it's the sort of thing that is perfect for a lot, up until a certain level when that wave it, you're, I don't know you're probably too good for it or it doesn't do anything for you but like we always talk about learning and like progressing quickly is about like doing lots of like the right thing and the wave just produces that environment exactly the same so you can just learn so much and I remember we we were chatting before it's about 40 quid I think for an hour session and you think oh bloody hell that'll go quick like an hour it's not that long 40 quid's quite a lot of money but 
I reckon after 40 minutes, I could have got out of bed. I, I, did, I wouldn't want to do any more than yeah, I did. exactly. I was, my shoulders and neck yeah. at the bottom of the pool. I think unless you're a fit surfer. <laughs> unless you're actually slightly fit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's, it was painful. It was so, so painful. And it was, but it was so good. So, so yeah, priced well. So congratulations. Yeah, I think it's worth every penny considering you spend that petrol money going down to Devon. Yeah, anyway. definitely, definitely. Um, but yeah, I mean, as a place to go it's incredible the surfing skills on show yeah so as i said i like prior to actually arriving to the wave i'd never stood up on a surfboard uh, and i can safely say that <laughs> now having been to the wave i have never stood up on a surfboard <laughs> <laughs> and to say i'm fuming about it is an understatement <laughs> so we got in and started paddling out and it was like oh, this is gonna i'm gonna absolutely crush this and i think you got a wave just before me as i was coming out and i watched you and you you ate shit pretty yeah. hard and i was like get in there it's like little shite as well I was like this is perfect this is set up for an underdog story and then my first wave was actually the best I caught all day and I kind of like had one knee down stood up a little bit then kind of went back down definitely not a proper wave can't count it at all but I was like if that's my first then I mean I'm going to be absolutely carving up within the next half an hour what wasn't to be was not to be no. and then you you kept actually catching them <laughs> oh, I remember looking up and you were you were stood up and I was just like oh no <laughs> like, oh no he's found his form <laughs> you were just like you I'm just like son of a bitch <laughs> um, but yeah surfing's hard it is really it, hard it is really hard I thought the same thing I, I got overexcited on that first wave ate shit I actually ate shit a few times some quite big spills yeah it was way stronger than I thought it was going to be which is I guess probably quite obvious to people in the know but you can still get well and truly washing machined and battered I got hit on the head with my own surfboard and um, yeah I think got, got a bit excited and then I caught a couple of really good waves. So I've got long rides going right. So when you when you're looking at the pool, you basically get to choose what side of the water you want to go in. So you can either choose a right hander or a left hander. So if you, depending on if you're regular or goofy footed, like on which way you want to go. So we we chose the same side, which is supposedly easier. So that the wave is going right and then I, I literally caught a couple of really good rides and I was like oh perfect I'm just looking forward to getting better now and practicing and they were the two best rides I had <laughs> I don't know if I just got knackered and then ever after that I catch away there five seconds and then fall off again so it's definitely yeah not as easy as just keep catching them and get better but yeah it was, it was cool really cool the guys are on the side kind of shouting whatever advice so you're shit yeah. so what's that <laughs> so I, I know you, your back foot needs to be like, okay thank you so you're fucking shy yeah pretty much <laughs> you're a fat lad in a wetsuit like, what is he saying up there I can't I've got water in my ear do you want me to move forward on the board it's like you arsehole I, I should get a bigger wave fine smaller surfboard is that right um, so yeah I think we took the average boards in the end didn't we the middle middle of the yeah, road about I wanted one Skin of the really dogs, short yeah. ones. But they were, um, yeah, it was just very well done. I think we went at the right time, so it wasn't very busy. Um, I, th- I imagine at the weekend it gets very busy, but I don't think you'll be short of waves. It does, um, it, it does make you hugely respect people who can properly, properly surf. Yes, it does. Because they make it look like just getting up isn't obviously the, the impressive bit with them. It's actually how they like just drift along and cut back and all this kind yeah. of stuff whereas actually hang 10 yeah, hang barrel 10, ride and, and whatever it is just, all the gnarly just, stuff just shackers mainly and, <laughs> uh, it is actually pretty impressive and then you scale that up to like big wave surfing yeah where they're surfing 100 foot monsters 
in Nazare. Yeah. And you think that that is actually fully, fully bonkers. It's yeah. It's very, very impressive. Very impressive. I don't think we know that many good surfers. We we've got a good, good friend of ours is uh, Mr. Mark Healy. Mark he- met him at the same event as Charlie. Same Dark. event as Charlie. Um, he also was inspired by us. I heard. Yeah, he also Matt. thought you were a coconut <laughs> yeah. And he's a. Um, but he he's well worth a Google or a YouTube or look at his Instagram. The guy's probably one of the most impressive blokes on yeah, the planet. A slight man crush on the phone. His name's Mark Healy. I think his Instagram is like Healy Water Ops. Oh yeah. And he is a big wave surfer, a spear fisherman, um, free diver, sort of just a waterman, all round waterman. He's got a couple of goats for pets. He's just, <laughs> he just lives in Hawaii. Yeah. Great time. I think he grew up on the North Shore. He's like Mr. Hawaiian Waterman legend. Uh, I, I love you, Mark. <laughs> We're Mr. Newbill. Yeah. <laughs> Still talking about the road. Mr. Got another snag. Can you come and fix it, please? Uh, yeah, you're right. God, that is sad. Couple isn't of it? losers and then Newbills. <laughs> Framing pictures you buy from Tile. <laughs> Oh God! Oh God! Sad. Anyway, um, but yeah, well worth well worth checking him out. Anyway, so we were ch- trying to channel our inner big wave surfer, and it wasn't really working. But an amazing place, and we will definitely definitely go back um, for sure. I don't know if they do like season tickets or like. I don't, I don't know actually. If I lived in Bristol, uh, I would definitely buy one. Yeah, because that'd be an amazing thing to do every weekend, and you would get good very very definitely. Very and then then you would you like could feel confident going to anywhere that's got a wave uh, like and actually surf it properly yeah I think that would be pretty cool skill to have wouldn't it yeah very very so I'll cool. just go rent a board and go surfing this morning it's like oh, I've never said that in my life I, I have but then like, <laughs> like, I never meant guy, it what's that guy why is his board upside down or it's just like this guy has no idea so what I doing. usually say that in the pub like probably get yeah. a board out tomorrow go yeah, shred yeah, for half an hour shred for half an hour just get a picture with the board put on Instagram <laughs> yeah. get back in the car that was nine quid there you go thank you the, the one word of advice I would give for my, my main learning from the wave was um what is quite frustrating is I watch some tutorials on how to surf, but I watch them after I've been. That is, that, that does seem mental. Yeah, it does seem mental. Um, so as I was watching them that night, actually, I it was, was like, all making sense. It was like, oh, that okay. I was doing all these things that they said a beginner would do. Yeah. So do watch it before, um, yeah. and we will put some uh, some of the wonderful photos the photographer at the wave took of us, which again. I'm absolutely fuming about because <laughs> 99% of them, I'm just sat on my knees like a little weirdo. For <laughs> sake. But yeah, let us go. Let us. Sorry, let us go. Let, let us, us go. let us know if uh, if you go and if you do, uh, we would. We've kindly spoke to the guys at the Wave and we've got a discount from them. So if you give them a call up and just quote the Tempest 2. Was it, was um, it, was it TTT? I think it's TTT 50. Yeah. Um, 50% off. And it's 50% off your first ride, which is pretty good. That's pretty 20 good. Quid. And you get a surfboard and a wetsuit all included. Uh, so just give them a shout and then you, you've got 20 quid extra. But that is only the over the phone. Um, you yes. can't there's no like checkout code so just no, say TTT50 I haven't sorted that out yet so yeah and um, if you do go let us know we'd love to see your pictures and uh, maybe you can buy us a beer for the discount <laughs> but we're not pushing so yeah fantastic so that's the wave wrapped up highly highly recommend um, next up what about the goals 
a little check in oh, on the goals yes. that we set. Okay, so yeah, the, the next key thing we want to do is was it our first pod of the year? It was, yeah. We we took, went through and talked you through our goal setting process that we do uh, when we think of a big adventure and and how we actually go about achieving that. So we set some goals in that podcast, uh, and this is the check in. So we'll start with you, I think. So my yeah okay, <laughs> my goal was to start learning the electric guitar yes it was and to what was it within a year was it um no i think it was a few months okay cool uh within a few months <laughs> be able to play the john, john mayer, mayer gravity yes that was it gravity yes yeah. sounds hard on the guitar it does i think it is um <laughs> think. Quick, quick update have yet to buy the guitar okay i have been researching good lots quite of, heavily good good because obviously being a beginner i need to get the best possible guitar out there just to allow my uh, talent to flourish and what are you on up um i think i'm gonna get a what was it it was like a Epiphone Stratocaster or maybe a Telecaster actually sounds good yeah they're just like the quite hip shaped body ones right okay was, yeah it doesn't matter you better be good with that I better be good it's going to look good on the wall though <laughs> that, that is a quite a crucial part of the buying like process okay. so what's the next step then what like when are you going to purchase <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to purchase the end of this month okay nice so within the next week I will have made the purchase I, I found the guitar I was trying to get it on Gumtree and this and that and yeah I don't don't need excuses <laughs> so and honestly then, I had a, I had a, then, I had a yeah, seller and the guy died through. and he, he was buried with his guitar so okay nice and your goal I just want another oh, thing okay. about the guitar okay, yeah. just quickly so do you need an amp then yes you do so you got to buy that as well yes uh, okay so it's quite investment Heavy. Heavy, the... Uh, yeah, I mean... But then you got it for years and years. Yeah, but you don't need to buy, like, a big amp. You I mean, will. I will. <laughs> I should bring the house oh, down. Wow. Um, but, yeah, you need you need, you need the full set. Interesting. I'll, buy, I'll probably buy a loop pedal just so I can jam. Okay. Right? Call yeah. him Ed Sheeran. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I am still on track. <laughs> oh, I know what we can do. Oh, a live... Yes. When it when it gets to Well you've got to run five K around the block in sub <laughs> twenty and I've got to That'll be the most boring twenty minutes of podcast history. But you should definitely play it on the podcast. Okay. So that is Okay. And hopefully it's relatively good. Yeah. Alright. Well what about your uh, what about your challenge? So I'm my challenge is nowhere near as cool as that. Mine was to try and run five K in less than twenty minutes. Which was going relatively well, even going okay when we last recorded this. Um, but between then and now, sorry, I've actually just found the guitar. It's just getting it out under the bed. Jesus, man! I brought it with me. Put your guitar. Yeah, I'm lying. I've been practicing. This is it. <laughs> with, oh, I've also got a drum kit, by the way, so I'm playing the drums. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually going to do one. So, so, so that is um, that, that is a Mr. John Mayer, and that is a song that that you are going to play. God, it's going to sound nothing like that. <laughs> anyway, it's just like bam, bam, bam. So like you know when like like you go around to someone's house and it's like, oh, little Johnny's playing the piano. He's been learning for a year. We spent yeah. forty grand on his music teaching. Go on, Johnny, play something. It's like, oh, Johnny, you're going to be shocked. And he's ass. absolutely wank. Yeah. And, and everyone's like, oh, that was fantastic. Johnny's not been practising. Everyone's thinking, it's like, Johnny, you've got a lack of talent and you should stop pursuing Yeah, and you should piano. sell that piano. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, 5K, 20 minutes. That's a big task. It is a big Although, task. What was the new world record set the other day? 12 minutes. Yes. Holy wheels. I know, it's ridiculous. 12 minutes. 
What the? Oh, mental. But yeah, twenty is absolute gas. Twenty, yeah. I, th- I I was getting. I think I was getting relatively close. I was on the right lines, and then over the last week, I seem to have picked up a back injury. Yeah. Like an old man. I don't know what that is from, but um, it scuppered the plan slightly. So. A bit of rehab, but yeah, it, it's all going all right. It's a bit of a boring goal, really, isn't it? What's the what's the techers on that? It's got to keep doing it. Just I, run I think so. Yeah, I, no, I think you you're supposed to do yeah more like according to research tempo runs, right? Where you run faster than you would need to for the five k for the twenty minute five k, but for like one k, and then you do like two k slow, and then like a fast k. And then the I don't know. Apparently, eventually you get to a pace where you feel a bit more settled in it. Whereas if I just take off trying to run a twenty k pace, a twenty minute pace, game over. I'll pass out. Yeah. Mm. So um, or I'll hurt my back, which is probably what I've done. So when when are we trying to do this by? Um, it, I believe it was April that we said in January, the end of April, that because we 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 <laughs> joked about we joked about you serenading me on my thirtieth birthday, which is in May. Okay. Uh, could that? Yeah, yeah, I reckon that's all right. I reckon you can do it. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right then. <laughs> so I've got one believer. How, how many hours do you reckon you need to... 10,000. <laughs> <laughs> Malcolm Gladwell, baby. But like 10,000 hours, probably. To, to pl- just to play one song very well. Um, a lot, probably. But well, I, I always get a lot of shit from, uh, from Manny, my girlfriend, because I'll start learning a song on guitar just learn the main bits that everyone knows and I'll just get bored and don't finish the rest yeah that's which is totally yeah so it's like 30 seconds every song I can play yeah the rest of it is just like nah, nah, nah. no one <laughs> yeah. knows that no one cares about that, <laughs> cares about that. So, anyway on to the next song it's like fucking hell you're yeah, fucking it's like, annoying <laughs> got that a lot now yeah that's a tune um, right good stuff I don't know probably a week if you really sat down and wow for it. that is good I, I don't know I reckon no, I reckon a no. week yeah, well, in well, that case you've got ages to buy yeah, what am I doing <laughs> I'm not going to buy it now no yeah bloody hell good shout all right, cool. So you can look forward to that, guys. Yeah, that'll be coming up. And um, so, should we do questions and then yeah. talk about potentially our next challenge options? Yeah, let's do that. All right. So, questions-wise, uh, we've had some slightly rogue questions. Yeah, well, I appreciated as always. Yeah. Um, there are a couple that probably aren't worth responding to. Like, uh, I'd agree with that. Is water wet? Uh, yep. It is Ultimate Fantasy. Is that a genuine question? That is a genuine question. Is that Ultimate, from a bot or...? Um, nope. Mental. Nope. Ultimate Fantasy. I mean, we haven't got long enough to talk Two about sisters, that. probably. <laughs> I'm just watching. <laughs> got that out. That is actually a quote from The Office, so before you think I'm an absolute sick weirdo. Uh, um, okay, any, any, yeah. question, any other questions? Yeah, another question from C.W. Ridley. Any big wall dick during the surfing? <laughs> That's it must have been freezing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, big wave dick. <laughs> yeah, I think that is a fantastic yeah. question. I mean, everyone, every man listening to this knows, and probably most women as well. Uh, <laughs> when you go into water, cold water as a man, you uh, don't come out the same type of man. Stuff happens, and you know you can't help it. Yeah. So if there's a lesson some, to be learned, some there, things disappear and some yeah. things get hard. <laughs> yeah. It's off. <laughs> the nipples I meant. Oh. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to think about both. No, sorry. no, no, what I meant was nipples. You got a guy with a rod on in the wave, Jesus. Fuck's <laughs> sake. Um, no, sorry. Um, did that's you, a good question. Did you have a, a 
party wave. What's a party? So wave? a party wave is, I guess, surfer speak for uh, a wave where yeah. kind of everyone in the session will catch the same wave. Oh, okay. Have a bit of a yeehaw, Yee-haw. bit of a ride in. You could get twenty people on a party. Wave. Okay, on the same board or on different? Boards? No, no, all on different boards. Right, it's just carnage, really. Okay, um, didn't well. I never stood up. So I, <laughs> there could have been several party waves, but I wasn't invited twenty. There, there were none. I think for health and safety reasons, it is not allowed. Fine, unfortunately. So, good question though. But no party waves. And we've got one in Spanish. Like it. You are half Spanish, so yeah. Passe sur mon compte. No, it's French. Is it? Give it here if it's French. Jesus. Probably not. Uh, I, don't, I don't really want to read it out just in case it's absolutely filth. Yeah, it probably is. Probably not going to be, is it? Um, <laughs> and then the last question is, which is a question I've personally probably been asked at least 10 times over the weekend, is what is next, as in the overall adventure, the big okay. one? What is next? It's a good question. And we're still, we're still not there, are we? No. And I think th- this is... It's taken a little while this time because we're learning from the previous times and we're not just like jumping into something. We want to have a bit of a proper structure behind it, a bit of a proper proper idea about why we're doing it. But we, I think we're getting there. We're making progress. Yeah, there's a couple of ideas in there. There's been a few conversations with brands starting. But like as we've spoken about in the past... We don't just think of a, a crazy idea and then just go and do it. We also, because this is our job, there has to be some commercial thinking around it. Like what brands would get involved? If so, what level of investment would they give? And is it commercially viable for them to be speaking about whatever it is we decide to do? So there, there are kind of lots of things to consider rather than just, just the big idea. But I do think we want to do something that is slightly different to what we've done in the past that isn't just oh, look at us on this big, crazy, scary thing. Uh, there's going to be more of a narrative to it than that. So, yeah, do bear with us. We're getting closer to it, but we don't want to rush in. There's no huge rush for us. Yeah. Um, but it will be uh, it will be impressive and fun to follow for sure. Amen to that. Amen to that. Uh, cool. And then the next micro-adventure we take on mm. uh, that you guys will be able to vote on we have two options. Both stand-up paddleboard related, correct? Correct, in two different locations. Okay. Um, we will put the just some images and stuff on our Instagram so you can see it if you're not from the UK or you don't know and never heard of these places, but one of which is uh, Dirtle Door. Dirtle Door! Which I believe is in Dorset. Yeah. Um, on the, on the Jurassic Coast, um, and we will do a pub. couple of boys at Fucking hell, man! Um, and, and the plan is to to paddleboard through Dirtle Door, do a bit of wild camping up there, um, and just experience the Jurassic Coast. I don't know if that's going to be a bit sketchy in this weather. It's just it's going to be cold. We're going to have to wait for the hurricane season to pass. Because um, it gets quite rough down there. Yeah. On little inflatable red paddle boards. Yeah, I haven't got a fin either. Yeah, you are. You have got a tea tray. I'm without a fin. Maybe or message them; they might send you one. It's just like they're listening to this. Like, <laughs> we're not sending him one. <laughs> no, no chance. Um, yeah, fair enough. So we'll, yeah, we'll let everyone know when we're going, just in case two weird blades wash up on the coast. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we, we do need to be driving. slightly cautious around that because. 
Yeah. I could have bad, but and we've yeah. got an inflatable tent. Ah, yes. So, uh, God. that'll be back out the... Uh, so, a wild camp on the Jurassic Coast with yeah. a coastal paddle through Turtle yeah. Tour. Yes. And maybe a couple of jumps off. A couple of jumps off big rocks. Yeah, we'll probably... We were looking, actually, at jumping off the top of Turtle Tour. We did look at that, and it does seem higher than one expected. It, yeah, it's 200 feet. <laughs> uh, yeah. An ex-army general did nearly perish. He did, yeah. Jumping off 30 feet, so... Um, <laughs> Yeah, we're going to keep that one in the back pocket until we get there and see if there's some decent places to go for a little jump and a swim. But anyway, so that's option one. Yeah, and the second option, again on the paddle boards, is now down in Brighton. uh, And that will be kind of paddling on the coast, but going in and around the old burnt-out pier. Ooh. Yeah, it's quite spooky, actually, that pier. It's just a shell, just a shell of former glory. Is it? Yep. What was it that... Fire. Burnt Fire. it down. <laughs> Fire, yeah. Arson or? Um, yes. It sounds like the sort of place that there'll be a load of crackheads hanging out. I mean, it's about 300 feet off the coast. Oh, so, right, unless okay. they've got inflatables. Right, uh, okay. They may have mobilised. There yeah. may be crackheads in dinghies. If okay. which is the case, then that deserves so to be reported. Th- <laughs> some of it is broken down. It's all broken down. There's no pier. It's just the structure at the end. Mental. Yeah. So, um... Okay. Yeah, so we can go hang out with some cracker to the dinghy. Yeah. Do you think there's... Imagine that. Do you think it's safe around there? Oh, here he is. Ooh, is it safe? No, just in terms of... Yes. Uh, you know, it's juts of metal. Could be. With inflatable paddle boards. Could be. Not a great combo. Well, that plus is, crackheads. That's the spirit. Plus junky needles. Nautical crackheads. That is the spirit of adventure. I don't know why you think crackheads can't swim. They can. Exactly. But Sometimes sure. very well. But treading water... Uh, they would have to be. Oh right, okay. Yeah, it's the, yeah. So what are we going round? The shell of a pier. <laughs> Do you want me to show you a picture of yes, it? Yes, please. Sorry, guys. Just I'll just keep talking whilst we find a picture of the Brighton so, Brighton Hove Albion Pier. Brighton <laughs> burnt pier. So look. Okay. It's there. There's actually a pier on fire there. Oh wow. Yeah. So it's. It looks like loads of matchsticks. That's that is weird. Yeah, it's quite That's spooky, so isn't it? weird. But it must be a couple of hundred feet off the shore. I mean, yeah, top. <laughs> we climb it. Mental. We could climb it. <laughs> uh, that would be dangerous, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, you would. That yeah. would be maybe quite irresponsible. And also, it actually looks very hard. What do you mean hard? Like, just a little climb up there could be challenging. Yeah, well, we'll go in and amongst it. So that, that, okay. uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. That's option two. Um, so we'll put that up on our Instagram, and then obviously you guys will dictate which one we do. And there's no wild camp in Brighton? No, we'll just drive home. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Jesus, that's weird. Fuck's sake. Okay, cool. Well, that's it for this week's pod, guys. <laughs> and then we'll, uh, we better get off on our way. So we will look forward to speaking to you soon. <laughs> Any questions in the meantime, you know where to find us. In Amsterdam. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Ciao, ciao. Uh.